Welcome to another episode of Journey to the Rise. I'm your host, Lucretia. In today's episode, we talk with Danica Danielle. This is a driven woman who attributes her success to truly not knowing any better. She was surrounded by strong male role models, entrepreneurs, and that influence gave her an incredible work ethic. And she took her gifts, talents, and education, and she has created an incredibly successful career for herself. Danica has a commitment to excellence and her attention to detail and being truly a kind, considerate, and fun person has brought her opportunities and blessings that has shaped her an amazing career. Let's just not wait any longer and let's get into this conversation. Please welcome my guest, Danica Danielle. Four or five. It had to have been something like that. Yeah. And then, because I'm yeah, I was trying to remember, like, all the times that we used to go out with Ernie. Right. That's why I went to Ernie, and I'm like, that's when I met her. I think I started working with her when I moved back from St. Louis around 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, what what do you want me to do? I'm sorry. Okay. Don't Pretend be sorry. I need to do it with my phone. Um, what you're doing right now is perfect. Okay, great. Yeah. And all I'm going to do um, is pull up your questions. And then, um, so when I go into post, I'll do a little bit more of a detailed introduction about you and who you are. And so today I'll just do like a quick little blurp um, before we kick off and I start tossing questions at you. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. So whenever you're ready. You ready for me? Sure. All right. This woman has an incredible resume. She has worked with Delta Airlines, Dior, Ludacris, Shaq, Drake. I mean, I could go on and on. Her list of credentials would basically take up an entire podcast. She's a busy woman running her own salon, working on sets for film, music, photographers, so much more. And I'm so grateful that she is willing to take some time out for us today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to talk with us. Oh, it is an honor and a pleasure. You are an old friend. <laughs> we go way back. So. I know. I'm grateful for I that. Yes. Thank God for you. Thank God for you. I want to start with you as a little kiddo. Where did you grow up? Oh, well, I grew up in a little town called Nashville, Tennessee, in a community called Inglewood, okay. which is uh, on the east side of town. So, yeah, I grew up um, in Nashville, and it was really, really good for me because Nashville is a place where... It was a really small town back then, and everybody knew everybody, and it was just a little country town. Yeah, country. I say country, but just a little country town, and you know, it was um very um well rounded. Yeah, it was just it was like a progress progressive type of type of town, you know. Mm-hmm. Really well. And what was your what was it like with your family like? Were you close with your family? Like, what was it about your childhood that you feel shaped you for your future? Well, my family were educators and uh, hardworking, like, individuals and pillars in the community and all that type of stuff. So I grew up around entrepreneurs. My grandfather was an entrepreneur. My all my uncles were entrepreneurs and had good jobs and, and all sent their kids to school. So I just grew up around educators and entrepreneurs. So wow. it's just kind of like fell in my lap, I guess, because I didn't know I was going to do what I do now, really. It's just a lot of stuff that I do now I didn't really know that I would be doing. Yeah. Um, and I read that you pursued your cosmetology license at 15 and then you got your license at 17. What was the inspiration that made you want to pursue that goal as a teenager? So when I was 15 years old, I was um, attending a vocational, a technical high school. 
So we had to choose certain electives in order to, you know, you know, for our classes. And so those electives were like, um, they were like home ec, you know, like the cooking class. And then you had um, cosmetology, which was the hair, makeup and all that. And then you had like a wood cutting or, or forget the little wood, the little, um, whatever it was that all the guys took the little construction class and all that. And we even had a class for a daycare. We had like a daycare, um, daycare class for people who wanted to, you know, babysit kids. Cause a lot of those girls that I went to school with, they had kids. So I chose uh, cosmetology and I didn't, and just wind up having a knack for it. And so I went home one day and begged my grandparents for the money for the kid and she didn't want to buy it. And, I begged her, and she paid $150 for it, and no more than two or three years later, she told me that was the best investment she ever made because she knew that, I guess, you know, she always told me I was a beauty doctor, and I never thought. She said, you're a beauty doctor. I said, no, I'm not. So, you know, I just um, discovered that I could do hair and makeup and, yeah. you know, be be <laughs> successful in the beauty industry and and. So when I graduated high school, I had enough hours to go to the state board, and that's how I became a licensed cosmetologist at 17 years old, when oh. I, right after I graduated. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. And I love that you had someone in your life who believed in you so much. And it's, I think it says a lot about a person when you have that support to to pursue something yeah, I, I would imagine it makes a huge difference um, because, you know, it's just, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a way of life. It's a way of thinking and you want anybody, you know, you, you just, that's just, you just want your, your people to be productive in life and, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, it, it, um, it make, made a big difference because I saw her do, you know, I was around again, I was around that. Mm -hmm. I was around a lot of hardworking, you know, people. So. Yeah. And how has your grandfather influenced your life? My well, my grandfather influenced my life by being a good grandfather. <laughs> by just you know taking care of my grandmother and just being a man and and paying cash for his homes and saving his money and and working you know for just you know really good companies and he just he was a he was a real man he you know he grew when he grew up he didn't have um a family so he was from a small town um uh, place called town creek alabama and so when he left there he went to Nashville and then that's where he met my grandmother at like 18 and then the rest is history but he um he was just an amazing man so just having a, a a good father figure around me at all times my dad was a good man and having my grandfather around and I had a good grandfather great grandfather I re remember my great grandfather he worked at the railroad and he would walk his money to the bank if he would just say, if he, you know, they would, if it was $5, he would walk all the way to the bank to put $5 in the bank, you know? So wow. just back then it was just, that's the kind of man that, that I, um, that I were, <laughs> I yeah. were around. Yeah. That's beautiful. And you have your cosmetology license at 17. Did you go to college or did you start a career as a hairstylist? Yeah, I attended college. I have an associate's degree, a small business, uh, an SBA in, in business, and I have a BS in communications. Wow. So, yeah, I have um, two degrees. <laughs> That's amazing. And did you yeah. go to TSU, Tennessee State University? I did. I graduated from t Tennessee State, and I graduated from Nashville State. Okay. Uh -huh. And what was it about TSU that made you want to attend that university? Well, uh, my father became 100% disabled, so he told me that the VA would pay for me to go and get a college degree. That was the only reason, because I was already successful as a hairstylist. Wow. And 
in one of your Instagram posts, you you say, I'm a freelance hairstylist, but I work in my own salon. What steps did you take to get where you had your own salon? Many. <laughs> it, it takes many steps. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, um, it's a lot of work. You just have to first write a business plan and figure out how, what type of business you want to have, what type of salon you want to have. I wanted to have a specialty salon. So my salon specialized in hair extensions. Mm -hmm. So, and you go and you learn about that and you, you cater to that. And then you, you, like, I, I was able to use my education from Tennessee state to apply it to my business. At the same time, I was getting a business degree, my associate's degree from Nashville state. And then when I transferred to Tennessee state and got a bachelor's degree in communications, I was able to use everything that I learned there and apply it to my business. Wow. So I learned uh, uh, to incorporate like public service announcements or just if I, when I would go on television and talk on talk of the town, you know, uh, you know, and do like a segment on TV and do like a beauty segment. So I was able to take the communication skills from school and apply those to my business. So you, it's just, you just, for me, it just kind of came together. I was, I don't know how, you know, <laughs> you just do it. You just have to, you just have to put in some work. Right. Just, and yeah. Figure it out along the way. And what kind of yeah. challenges did you face getting your own salon? Cause that's, there's stylists who go their whole career without ever owning their own salon. Well, what kind of challenges? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about the challenges. I didn't have a challenge. I'm, I'm still, um, working in Nashville. I have a, I had to downsize because I live in Atlanta now, but I've never had any challenges with it. Um, as far as like the, becoming official, you just need to go through the state and, you know, t make sure it's official and mm -hmm. you get you know, your inspection. And I mean, you want to make sure that everything is, you know, you want to have a real business. I would say that I know there's a lot of fraudulent people or people that do fraudulent things, but you know, make sure your business is legit and registered and all of that. But, you know, I mean, I guess everybody's different. When you're an entrepreneur, you just, you just, um, create in your, the way that you want to create it. Yeah. That's amazing. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back we'll have more from our guest Anika and talking to her about her success she shares how being likable and approachable is the most down-to-earth simple way to succeed at networking and making connections that can help you build your business so I was already freelancing and so when you know people so I guess it's through networking so networking and just um you know Mainly networking. <laughs> Mainly networking. To stand out on social media and the internet for a business to grow, you need branding images that help express who you are and what you represent. Being a driven business owner, you already know your audience needs to see your brand show up on a regular basis before they will trust you enough to work with you. If your current messaging is inconsistent and lacks cohesiveness, then your customers will scroll past instead of click and look more into what you have to offer. With a branding photo session with Girl Boss Photography, you can tell your story through images. Utilizing those images in your marketing and content strategy will enhance your appearance and help build a connection to your existing and potential clients. Girl Boss Photography loves working with small and medium-sized businesses to help them build a strong visual brand. By partnering with creative entrepreneurs, listening to their goals, Girl Boss Photography carries a branding session that will tell the story of who you are, what you do, and how you are there to help your clients. If you are wanting to grow your business, improve your online presence, contact Girl Boss Photography to find out more about your options with their branding packages. Send a message on Instagram at girl.boss.photography today. 
Have you been stagnant in the growth of your business? Would you like to see an increase of your revenue goals? Show your clients you are an authority in your industry with a video docu-series, photography, and content strategy package with Girl Boss Productions. A video series will help customers get to know you and allow you to build a relationship with people who want to support you. Using video on your website and in your marketing content, you can increase conversions by 80%. By enhancing your presence on social media and your website with an updated and stylish photos, you can judge up your marketing content. Grab the attention of your clients and they will give a little bit more time to read your posts instead of scrolling past it. Utilizing video, photos, and a content strategy all in one package will promote your business to existing and potential clients. Help develop a relationship with those clients who want to support you, which will result in increased sales. If you'd like to know more about how you can enhance your business with video, contact GirlBossProductions.com today. Welcome back to Journey to the Rise. We continue our conversation with Danica. Anyone who has been to a stylist knows not all stylists can work with a variety of textures and thicknesses of hair. It takes time to build that skill. This woman has been working with hair since she was 15. She has put in the time and the hard work and has that rare ability and skill to work with any hair type and to do it well. Yet, despite the skill set, she continues to learn to maintain and enhance her talent. And so you, you grow a thriving business in Nashville. And like you just mentioned, uh, you had a change of scenery. What made you leave Nashville and go to Atlanta? My husband. Aww. Yeah. My husband. And what steps did you take to build your clientele in this whole new city? Uh, what steps did I take? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, um, I really just kind of, what steps did I take? Um, I don't know. Again, just hard work. Yeah. I started out, um, renting a suite and started building a clientele and working in a, the salon loft here. And then I said, no, I need to do something else. So. I was already freelancing, and so when you know people, so I guess it's through networking. So networking and just, um, you know, mainly networking, <laughs> mainly networking. And if they like you, you're 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 you're, you're fortunate, you yeah. know. So because it's all about, you know, you know, people liking you. You want to be likable. You want to be friendly mm-hmm. and and personable and relatable and approachable and you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you want to be all of things um because that's that you're around people so yeah you can't just like um not be um have like a personality you gotta have to have your own personality people will, will remember you and they'll remember that and they'll they either want to work with it or they won't right so. and you're very very personable you have a vibrant personality it's almost it is magnetic but you also are very kind I think that's probably another reason why you have been successful is because you're authentic to who you are but you're also a very kind person do you think that makes a big yeah do you think that makes a big difference in the hairstyling world um I think it it can it's like a catch-22 just being honest because people can, you know, of course, like the old thing goes, take your kindness for weakness, you know. So, um, but you know, even though people may take advantage of you because you're kind, you still gain more by being kind anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I just, you know, just being being nice and kind, you 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 are you automatically win by by being that way and having that that type of spirit. So. You just, you know, yeah, you just focus on that. You don't focus on on anything else. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely makes a huge difference. <laughs> and and from, yeah. from your post and looking at your portfolio, you have this ability to work with different textures of hair, and you do it really well. 
I have been told by stylists that that is extremely challenging. Do you find working with different hair texture, does that come easy to you? Uh, well, it, it, yeah, it kind of does come easy when it just really depends on what I'm doing, what, and what, what the concept is for the project or something like that. But I mean, just textures of hair, you just, I mean, I've, I've been working with hair. Let's just say hair. I've been working with hair since I was 15 years old. So 14, you had to be a sophomore at my school and that's at, at the age of 15, you should be a sophomore. So I've, I, and that was when I started taking cosmetology. So I've been literally working with all textures, textures <laughs> of hair since the age of 15. So to say the least, like I can work with any texture of hair because I'm now 45 years old <laughs> <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. So um, for me, it's kind of easy, but I, I still like to learn. Um, I'm always learning. So I'm always learning from the top like hairstylists in the world like look at those guys and so you know there's even though you may be capable of working with all textures textures of hair you still need to keep up and refresh your 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 skills on on the actual texture of hair yeah. so there's so much stuff that you can, can that you can continue to learn mm-hmm. i i think having that curious nature and wanting to learn says a lot about you as a person. And I think that also shows why you have been successful because you haven't just said, Oh, I know it all. Like you said, you keep learning and you try to learn from the best. I think that speaks yeah. volumes about you and your character. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to look at, cause if, you know, if you follow, if you follow, greatness then you'll you'll you you'll get really close to achieving greatness i love that's beautiful that's very beautifully well said and speaking of greatness you have a very impressive resume how do you feel you've created like do you feel you've created your own luck or how do these opportunities come to you well i think any freelancer um will have a pretty nice resume if they, you know, have worked in the industry for like I have over 10 years, right? So I think after at that point, it's just like, what type of work does that person specialize or that person, um, you know, like what, what type of work does that person like to do? So for me, what I like to do is, is you know, the type of work that I put out so I tend to get more work like the work that I put out, which is the, you know, the beauty type of work and the, the uh, commercial um, lifestyle print and editorial type of work. So because I like that type of work, I'm not putting out like the reality makeup type work or the um, avant-garde or special effects type work. So I tend to get more work like the work that I put out and it's just created me. It's just, it's just uh, enabled me to work with like the most amazing individuals in the industry. So, you know, it's just a blessing for me. I'm just grateful to, to serve and do what I'm gifted to do. So I don't even, I mean, all the names, when you were saying the names, I'm thinking, wow, I did work. I, like that is truly, <laughs> but I don't ever like really think about it. Like, <laughs> for me, it's a trip. It really is. I when and I have to update my resume. And every time I go back and update my resume, I always look at it like, dang, like, okay, I don't know. It gets a little overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you really look at it, but I don't ever really get it like that right you're just facing forward and and going on to the next project how did you get to work with maria taylor uh through an agent so i met this um agent the lady she owns an agency she she works was working with maria on a regular basis and she um is in houston so maria of course was here in Atlanta and was needing hair and makeup. So she reached out to me and 
asked me was I available, and I was. And so I worked with her. My first gig with her was with um, was with the Super Bowl. I forget which one, but we had to do we had to go to Georgia Tech in Athens, and we performed this commercial for the Super Bowl. She, well, she did like some digital, some photos for it. I think she did some speaking too. But then, so that was the first job with her, and then I did another one with her um, and Joey Galloway, and it was another football player, like a commentator. I can't think of his name. Um, but, um, and that was like a little, a Mercedes Benz commercial. And then she asked me if I would go to the NFL draft with her in Nashville because I was, I'm local in Nashville. And I was like, yes. So I went with her and did her hair and makeup for her at the NFL draft in Nashville. So I worked with her for a while and then she got married and moved to LA. So she's not here in Atlanta much anymore, but, um, yeah, she was a really good client. I enjoyed working with her. What was it like to be at the NFL draft? Oh my gosh, we being with her, being at the NFL draft and being Maria Taylor's hair, hair and makeup artist was a dream because we had access to just you know, we didn't have to we were, we were escorted in on, you know, like on golf cart golf carts. You know, we just didn't have to and we were on top of like all of the rooftops and she was of course doing her thing and I was making sure she looked amazing and I mean it was it was it was it was a dream wow. it was truly and then you know she got to, she was interviewing everybody and I'm right there you know recording behind the scenes and you know it was a dream job it was truly a dream and then Nashville's hotel it was at the um the one that they just built oh god the the well, they just built a couple of them. But... I was going to say, there's quite a few yeah, to it's, choose from. Yeah, it's a big one right there in front of the convention center. Oh. Is that the J? I think so. I seriously can't keep track of all yeah. that they're building there. Yep. So it was really nice. It was really nice. And then what was it like to work with UFC champion Amanda Leoa? Oh, my gosh. She was so, she was the, you know, I had to work with her and like three others for that um, particular project, but she was the one out of all four of them. She was the one that offered me tickets to the, to the show. So she gave me tickets. Her and I, we actually went to go see the fight. We got there. I got there a little late, but you know, she was nice. She was so nice and so down to earth and so just humble and sweet and and her wife was there and she was one of the fighters too but um they were just sweet they were really really nice she was so nice that's incredible do you like to be on set or in your salon more well at this stage in my life i enjoy being on production sets more but I'm I'm blessed to be able to go back to my salon suite that's on um it's off of Music Row downtown in Midtown Nashville uh, downtown Nashville so I enjoy being able to go back to my suite and see my clients and see my family yeah you know that's a really good like family time for me when I get to go home and I work on the weekends and in my little suite but I much much rather be out on a proje- production set. What is it about being on production, on a production set that you love? Um, it is, um, well, I love it because it's, it's different. It's, it's always something different. Um, for me, it's always something different. We're always, like you mentioned in my resume, it's, it's not like TV or film which you know is still those are different different you can have different genres genres in that too but it's always a different um project so it's never like it's never the same but i like tv i've I've day played in tv too but it's long hours and you're doing the same same looks over and over and over with production you get you know it could be a music video it could be a, a editorial print magazine shoot it could be working on um, a corporate project, you know, with McKesson Corporation, like I just did, or 
It could be uh, working with um, Hip Hop 50th anniversary and working with, you know, Young Jock and, um, you know, Bone Crusher and all of those guys from the, you know, 2000s, you know, Mm -hmm. type of project. So it's just always something different. That's why I like production. Yeah. And you have a post on your Instagram that states, if your dreams don't scare you, they are too small. Do your dreams scare you? Yeah, my dreams, I, yeah, they do. And that's, I think, why I keep achieving the type of um, the, the, everything that, that goes on, this, that I'm the fruits of my labor. I think that's why I'm always, you know, in awe when I look at what I'm doing. Why do you think it's important for dreams to scare those who have goals and dreams? Oh, probably because if you don't, if your dream doesn't scare you, then you're not, you're not dreaming big enough. You need to, you need, your dream needs to be so, so enlightening that you just, like, you're just drawn to it. That Like, that's all that you see is, is, is that, that you know, that beautiful place or, you know, whatever it is or whatever, you know, whatever, wherever your happiness is, that's where you need to just, you know, dream big in that, right in that little space and let God do the rest. Absolutely. How did the pandemic affect your business? And then how did you bounce back from it? Oh, the pandemic, um, we just sat down. We didn't do anything. We, my <laughs> husband stayed in the house. So I came out, my first job was in July of 2020. So, but we didn't do anything for a long time. And that still was, uh, that was a, a short film. We had to, and I worked in a place called Barnesville, Georgia for two weeks. So we were, um, we were quarantining at this hotel, but you know, we were filming for two weeks and it, it re- went really well. And it's the movie's out and it's on Tubi and, um, but, and it's good. Nice. But, um, yeah, we just, we just sat down and I just pivoted to like, just waiting till it was time to come back out. And slowly the job started picking back up and, People started calling. Yeah. What's the name of the movie that's now now on Tubi? Um, uh, um, you would ask me. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you would ask me. Um, what is the name of that movie? And I just I know it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, oh my gosh. Good thing this is recorded. <laughs> it's on, it should be. It should be on my. It's on my Instagram. Is it? Okay, I'll go look on your Instagram. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> it's probably way down though. That's going to get on my nerve. Oh, my God. What was the name of that movie we did? I have to appreciate that you've been so busy with different productions that you can't remember the name of it. Well, and I know it, and it's it's so crazy. I know, like it's um, oh my gosh, mediator. Mediator. It's called yes. There it is. Here, I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> Please, my... yeah. It's and it's good too. And I did all the hair in this movie. Wow. Let me see. Let me send it. to your if you pop up. All right. Perfect. Yep. So, yeah, mediator. Mm-hmm. And from your posts, it's obvious that you empower people, men and women. Why do you feel that is so important? Well, um, because you, you're going to influence people one way or another. So it's better to be a positive influence. So, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have choices in life. And so you need to choose wisely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just enjoy being positive. So, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully people can, it, you know, be inspired or be, be motivated by, 
by what I'm putting out because, um, you know, that's, that's important. Yeah. And what inspires you to keep going? Oh, what inspires me to keep going? Um, I, I, you know, I'm spiritual. So for me, it's just the Lord is, is working through me. He's using me to do his job and his will. So I'm just, when he tells, when he knows he'll, when, whenever I, when, when the Lord tells me I'm done, then that's when I'll know I'm done. Yeah. So I'm just inspired by God. Like he just, his, just his, his, every his, his, his beauty, like his, his, just his, his goodness, his everything just, you know, just inspires me mm-hmm. to keep, keep going. So, yeah, because my closest people to me, they, a lot of those people have passed. So you can't, you know, say, oh, my grandmother inspires me or my dad, you know, or, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I'm inspired by good people and good things and, and all things good because like the Bible says, you know, all, all things work out for good. Yeah. For those who love him. So. That's just what inspires me. It's just all the good stuff. You have a lot of good stuff going on. And you are always very well put together. That takes time. How do you manage? You must be very good at time management. Because you're always very elegant and beautiful and very well put together. And then you go off and help other people become glamorous and and beautiful how do you how do you make time for you to always look because that takes time just me getting ready for this podcast today I was thinking about that I'm like I how does she do it because I'm out of breath (laughs) well you know funny is so today I got up and went to yoga I try to go to yoga at least every day but I of course can't make it every day so it's more like every other day, but so I got up and went to my yoga class, and it was at twelve o'clock today. So when I got home, it was like one thirty, and I'm thinking, "Oh my god, I know I need to get myself together for this um, podcast." So I was worried. I, I was thinking, and I'm on Eastern time zone, so I'm like, "Am I late? Is it one thirty? Is it two thirty? So I was like, "I don't know what time." Make a long story short, I'm thinking I'm taking forever and I'm running way behind and you're like oh it's at 3 30 I'm like oh praise God you know I mean two thirty. I'm like oh praise God you know so I just but I I am when it comes to a job or like I I am all about keeping my word if I you know I'm just all about my word so you know I just um and that's, it doesn't really take me long to get ready. <laughs> I was, my mom has taught me how to just, like, less is more. So even though, like, I had 15 minutes to talk to you because I'm thinking I had to be on the phone with you, like, at 1 o'clock. And, I mean, at 2 o'clock, and it was, one, you know, 2 o'clock here, but 1 o'clock then, I'm thinking I had to be on the phone with you. I had already eaten, <laughs> taken a shower, and put my makeup on. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. But, yeah. No, um, yeah, it it takes a little time, but you don't, it doesn't require much, you know, it's, you don't need to do much. Yeah. And you mentioned you specialize in hair extensions. What is, what was it that drew you to want to make that your specialty? Oh, I think when I was working at a salon, in Nashville, and I saw how um, popular they were, and how 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 popular they were, how they made your hair look, and then of course how lucrative it was. I mean, I was just like, okay, let me learn more about hair extensions, and so I did. Nice. And what do you feel is the benefit? to people who get hair extensions for those who don't know or ne- have never had them or considering getting hair extensions what do you feel is the benefit behind hair extensions uh you you give your hair a break uh wearing extensions um is 
a form of protection for your hair if done properly to give your hair a break because our hair sheds every day from combing, brushing, running our fingers through it, whatever. Our hair just is going to shed automatically 50 to 100 strands a day. So when you have your hair in some type of um, extension, say even if it's like um, like diffusion, which is a strand by strand, which can tend to be hard on your hair, but if it's, again, done right, your hair can, can still grow really well, and your hair will grow like a quarter of an inch up to a month. So, you know, that's giving your hair a break from just, you know, the, the, the stress of wearing in the ponytail all the time or, or whatever people do that causes the hair to just, like, thin. So, it can, you know, it has its benefits. Um, but it also has cons too. So, <laughs> is there a certain type of maybe person or lifestyle that hair extension would not work for? Yes, there are. There are tons of people that hair extensions cannot work for. I have seen, so I have seen every case there is, and I mean, and and God knows, and I don't do not make up stories. I only talk about stuff that I know. And I have had men come to me. I've had women come to me. And they just were not good candidates. They had already, like, their scalp and hair was already so damaged that you can't put extensions on top of damaged goods. You know, you have to have something to work with. So I always tell people that um, aren't good candidates for it, like, you're, you know, you're you, you shouldn't do it, and they'll do it anyway. They'll say put some tape up the, tape extensions up there anyway. And, you know, so you just let people, I mean, you know, if, if that's your biggest, if that's what you want to do, then do it, you know. So. Mm -hmm. Is there a treatment or something for those people who do have that level of damage to their hair? Is there something they can do to help it grow out? to where they would be eligible to be a good candidate for hair extensions? Um, well, I'm a licensed cosmetologist, not a um, hair um, rep uh, replacement, um, you know, person. Mm -hmm. That's more <laughs> along the hair replacement um, side. So they could go to, like, a dermatologist, and they could talk to them about having, like, a transplant done, you know, or something like that, or having some type of um, non-topical type of treatment where they could put on there maybe to massage and stimulate the follicle and help help the papula to produce like you know some hair but other than that like you know they just would have to go see something a little bit more uh you know more than a hairstylist or mm -hmm. i mean you know like a cosmetologist yeah they need to like a doctor or something for that but there i'm sure there is i know that there are like you know transplants and different hair replacement services i i provide a non uh surgical uh hair replacement service so and your insurance company you know a lot of times if you say for instance if you have lost your hair due to um like some sort of cancer or something like that you know a lot of insurances will pay for that so mm. you can you can get a claim yes you can get a claim and uh, you know, make a claim, and then I'll give you the number for that claim, and then that you could they'll pay for you to have a a unit made. Wow, I didn't uh -huh. even know that was something available for people. Uh huh. Learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a particular style um, or way of doing hair that's your favorite? No, mm -mm. I don't, I'm, I don't have a favorite, mm -mm. so I guess because I do, I mean, I just, just the lifestyle, the natural, you know, the everyday look, I don't, I enjoy doing that, you know, just, not, even with makeup, just natural, clean, fresh face, fresh hair type style. And with the makeup, did that just become second nature to you because you were already doing hair? Or what made you get into the makeup side of things? Um, well, another another hair and makeup artist friend of mine had a client 
in Nashville that was a song. Um, she was a musician, and she needed her hair and makeup done. And she was in L.A., and she couldn't come to Nashville to do it. So she called me and asked me if I could do it. And this was in 2000 and – this had to be in 2013. Yeah, I think this maybe was like 2013, 2014. And she asked me if I could do it, and I'm like, well, you know, I really don't do makeup. And she was like, oh, you can do it. I'm like, I don't even have any makeup products. She told me everything to go get to start my little makeup kit and told me I could do it. And I went and did that lady's makeup, and when I went and did her hair, and it turned out so good. She loved it. And from there, I've been doing makeup. Wow. That's amazing. It was just like... You know, God saying, well, I, mean, I know I you. I my own makeup, but I never did, you know, I've never, like, provided makeup for anyone else. Yeah. Just, so. That's really cool. And what kind yeah. of, what kind of goals do you have for yourself this year? Well, this year, um, my goals are just to really be patient with myself and put out like just keep staying diligent and staying persistent and just just see what what um what this new season is going to bring because I, I I know I have like some great things coming up and you know but I just it's like you have to continue to not push so hard that you you are like overworking yourself and you get burnt out or, like, you can't, like, go so slow that you're not, like, being seen or being heard. So you got to kind of have, like, this this little flow and just, you know, continue to just put out this little, have, a, like, a flow so that, um you know, you can kind of just keep it going because it's, um, it's a lot of work. So I've got a lot of things that I write down. I mean, I'm not, I can't tell you, like, my, you know, what I got going on, but, you know, this. <laughs> Just stuff. I've got all type of stuff coming down the, coming up the pike, down the pike, however you say it. <laughs> That's amazing. And if someone yeah. wants to work with you, learn more about you, what you do, where can they find you? Um. Well, they can find me on, I guess, IG. My handle is my name, Danica Danielle. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It's... Uh, <laughs> What is my handle? My handle is beauty by underscore Danica. And that's D-E-N-I-K-K-A. One N and two Ks. Fantastic. Underscore Danica. Yep. And I will put that in the show notes. I know you're very busy. I appreciate your time so much. Thank you for sharing. Yes. You are are awesome for doing this, you know, for people. This is good, you know. Well, that's good. Thank you. And I'm really looking forward to sharing your story to have you as someone who started at 15 and now you work with the biggest names in the industry is really impressive and says a lot about your willingness to put in the hard work and your willingness to recognize that you have you have an amazing talent and gift and you're sharing it with people so that they can look their best, feel their best and be successful. Yes, indeed. And I just, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to do it. So even though I work with, I've worked with the most prominent, you know, like you say, figures and names in the world, I work with all types of people. So it's just not, you know, it's not all about the celebrities. It's about, it's about everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about, it's about being, being just really um what you're supposed to be when when you're supposed to be it yeah (laughs) that's fantastic and you're helping those who come to you whether they're regular person off the street you're still helping them feel amazing when they leave your your chair and experience your your kindness and your talent yeah Yeah, i have to give back it's a service so I have to provide it to all, and I'm just grateful for the places and the people that it has taken me, um, uh, you know, who, who have, that it has allowed to come across my path. So yeah. it's just truly a blessing. It's truly a blessing. 
Well, I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for sharing your time with, with us today. Likewise, Lucretia and much, much, um, much success and happiness and peace and blessings to you all. You're such a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's it with Danica. And for someone who has worked with big name celebrities and has a successful career that continues to grow, she is truly a sweet, kind, and genuinely good person. Next week, we talk with Kristen Luna, a travel writer who shares her adventures and encourages freelancers on her blog, Camels and Chocolates. So we have a little, we like a, a what do we call it? Like the bloggerati <laughs> of just people who all had just like lifestyles blogs. And my blog kind of started out being more lifestyles in nature. And then eventually I honed in on doing travel and food, but then Things have changed so much over the years, and I've gone more to a general lifestyles blog again. I mean, definitely travel is the main focus, but I write about home renovation. I write about career topics. Um, Two of my most popular posts of all time are how to build a hot tub out of a stock tank and how to build a dog ramp for $30. Those were both pandemic projects Scott and I just did in our living room because, you know, we weren't going anywhere and... He is worse than I am about not being able to sit still. So he's constantly wanting to create things. And so, uh, yeah. Well- hey, thanks for listening to Journey to the Rise. Please do follow us on your podcast app so you have the latest episode downloaded. If you want to follow us on Instagram, our account is at Journey to the Rise Podcast. This episode was researched, produced, and edited by Girl Boss Productions. And remember to be kind to yourself when you are kind to you. It is easier to be kind to others. I'm Lucretia, and you've been listening to Journey to the Rise.